And we are have a special guest on the show. We got L.S. Segura. He is the head of IT security and compliance over at Encode. And to be able to have this conversation with him, we are back with Karen McHenry. Um, if you remember, she is the VP of product, and she was on our show yesterday. Thank you both so much for hopping back on here. How are you two doing? Great. Doing great, Eric. Good. Thank you. All right. So, um, Louis LF, so we know. I know, Karen knows, but for those that don't know, can you give us a little brief rundown about ENCODE? What is ENCODE? Absolutely. Thank you, Eric. So ENCODE has created a digital identity platform uh, that helps our customers confirm the identity of a person at the other side of a transaction. And we do that by using machine learning, AI models, to help us um, evaluate the ID that's being presented, make sure it's not a fake ID, make sure it hasn't been um, tampered with, photoshopped. Uh, that gives us comfort on the document authentication. Then the person takes a selfie, and with that selfie we biometrically match the face with the ID, make sure it's the same person. In certain countries, we can match against the official photograph on record uh, in, in, you know, the official, in the official database. And then the last thing, core thing that we do is we do a proof of life test to confirm that it's a real person and not someone with your photograph or a video of you. Um, and then together with that, we have a bunch of other modules that help you gather a signature, proof of address, uh, anything that our customer needs to uh, create an onboarding process based on the risk of the product. Once we've done that, we get comfort about that person's identity mm -hmm. um, and we can then with the, a biometric template, we can authenticate them uh, in a very secure way to be able to authorize a transaction, do step-up authentication, uh, any anything where you need to confirm that the person is really requesting that transaction to be done. So that's what we do at it. I love it. I love it. Thank you so much. So uh, one thing that I've noticed uh, quite obviously this year is that there are quite a few uh, providers of identity verification. Uh, it seems to have really exploded this year. So I was wondering, first of all, do you have an explanation for that? And secondly, you know, I'd love to give you the opportunity to say why uh, ENCODE is a preferred partner. Wonderful, thank you, Karen. <coughs> yes, the, the industry has exploded. Um, the reason for that is it was accelerated by COVID and mm -hmm. all of the identity fraud that took place, all of the you know unemployment benefits mm -hmm. uh, that were being claimed with uh, you know by people who are not really the the, the people who are intended to receive those benefits. Uh, so there's a lot of focus on that. Um, but it also, I mean, the trend started a long time ago. You know, how do you enable digital onboarding? How can you? avoid people coming into your branch if you're a bank. Um, how can you also, like if I'm on a call center and I'm trying to confirm who's the person on the other line, it was limited to knowledge-based verification, right? So what's the last four, what are the last four digits of your social? What color was the car that you had yes. 20 years ago? And that doesn't work. So with, with the technology nowadays, um, we can do that uh, in a much more secure way. So that's what's driving this. It's a huge uh, problem that we're trying to solve, right? Um, and then what makes Incode 
different uh, from others. Uh, well, one, we built our own proprietary technology, so we do not license our facial recognition engine from anyone else. We don't license our liveness from anyone else. We've built that. We've built our document authentication. So um, we can, if there's any issue, we can immediately resolve it versus trying to get in line and asking another vendor to fix it. So that's one, one key differentiator. Um, other, other key differentiators is we've, we've built a very flexible platform that can be no code. So you, we, you have the ability to drag and drop modules and configure it in a very short time, in seconds, and launch a whole new uh, product onboarding. So that's, it's very easy to integrate. Um, and yeah, so we are, we have a, a great facial recognition engine. We're evaluated by NIST. We participate in the facial recognition vendor test. It's a public uh, um, evaluation that NIST does every quarter. Uh, and we're always ranked, uh, you know, at the top of the top of the list. So we have great, great uh, face recognition, passive liveness, and uh, document authentication. Awesome. So, Thank you so much for that. So one thing that you talked about that which that was very interesting is that it's all built within house, which you say. Um, when a lot of that, with, with a lot of these checks that a lot of these clients go through, which we call uh, KYC or know your client, um, Sometimes, especially in the DeFi these days, customers can be a little bit hesitant about that. And it, it, it kind of boggles down to trust. Um, what would you say to them about that, to put them at ease? At, at ease, ease, exactly. <laughs> Thank yes. You. Um, it, it certainly is a topic that creates a lot of anxiety, right? Uh, how are you protecting my data? How are you, what are you doing with it? So. You know, and, and there's a lot of regulation that is coming up uh, all over the world, right? So, you know, we we take a privacy-first approach to our onboarding. We start with getting the informed consent of the end user. We make sure that we gather that, document it, uh, and, and it, we can show that it was really, you know, them who gave us the permission to store the data. Mm -hmm. Now, all the data travels encrypted. It is stored encrypted the biometric template that we generate is a mathematical representation of the features in your face which cannot be reverse engineered to get your photograph and it's also encrypted you know so if you steal that there's nothing you, you can do with it right. you cannot take it and then try to authenticate as if you were me somewhere else so we've built in all of these security controls into our platform to protect the data. We do not sell data. And we follow our customers' uh, data retention policy. So if they need us to delete the data immediately, we'll delete it immediately. If they want us to hold on for it for a longer time, we'll do that. Awesome. Yeah, so th those are really good points for anyone out there that's shopping around for a KYC provider. Um, it's very important to know who's writing the code, who owns the code. So, so have it in-house, um, as LF mentioned, and, and not have to wait in line um, to, you, you know, a, an example is um, anytime a state or a country comes out with a new ID, 
that all has to go through AI training and, and such, right? So I know personally, we reach out to the ENCODE team and say, hey, you know, we need Florida updated and you guys are right on it. I, I have to say, you know, another plug for ENCODE is um, the customer service is just phenomenal, second to none. Uh, we have a shared Slack channel and um, it's almost like, you know, there's someone sitting on the other side waiting for us to, <laughs> to ask a question because as soon as we ask a question any time in the day, um, there's an immediate response and, you know, the, the response is always like, we're on it. Yep. So I really appreciate that. Um, Thank you. Uh, another thing that I've noticed is um, just like everything else in the world, um, the fraudsters have uh, are getting more and more professional about fake IDs. Mm -hmm. um, and s some of the ones that I've seen come through our system are incredibly um, professional looking. Uh, but ENCODE picks it up. So, you know, that's very impressive. Do you want to talk a little bit about that technology at all? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. So, yes, it is a never-ending race against the fraudsters, right? Um, they, they get better and better at creating these fake IDs. In certain countries, they even steal the original material that's used to make the IDs. So you cannot really distinguish between wow. a fake one and a real one. So, you know, we're, we work very hard to train our models to, you know, identify which are fakes, which have been tampered with. But there's, you know, it can only get you to a certain point. So our view is that to stop fraud, you need to be able to go back to the source of truth. And that is why, um, for example, in Mexico, where there's a national um, voter registration database, mm -hmm. we are the only company that has a connection to the database that can biometrically verify against the photograph on record. Wow. So with some of our customers in Mexico, that has reduced fraud by 99%. Like it has eliminated fraud. Uh, and we're working with other governments to be able to offer their service, right? So we currently work with Colombia, with Brazil, with Chile, uh, Peru, to be able to offer these uh, you know, checks against the, the source of truth. Uh, we're working to get the biometrical check, the biometric check with them. And we're also working, I've been traveling for the past nine months visiting almost every state uh, DMV. And we're trying to Sounds explain fun. to them, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we, we had wonderful conversations. Uh, they're all, re they really understand the problem and they want to make it happen. So to be able to biometrically check against the database. And uh, you know, there's a lot of legislation that needs to change, but we're working actively on, on helping to change that and solve this problem, which Very affects cool. everybody. Do you want to talk a little bit about your, um, you mentioned liveness check. How does that work? Yes. <laughs> so, you know, in addition to facial recognition, which tells me, does this face, is this the same face when I have two, right? How do I compare them? Is it the same person? In addition to doing that, you need to do a liveness test. You need to confirm that it's a real life person in front of the camera and not someone with my photograph trying to impersonate me. So in code, there's, a, there's an, uh, an ISO standard for presentation attack detection. That's the, the technical term for someone trying to spoof and pretend that, that they're a person. Um, 
so Encode was the first company in the world to be conformant with the ISO 30107-3 standard with a passive approach to liveness. Um, uh, an active approach to liveness asks you to perform an action, turn left, turn right, smile, follow a dot. The problem with that approach is it introduces time, it introduces friction. There's many, there are many people who cannot perform the action uh, and so they have to retry and retry. So it increases a lot of friction. Um, and it's, it also makes it easier to spoof because if I'm an attacker, I know what you're looking for. So I have personally, like we, we look at other algorithms and we try to spoof them. If I take three photographs of you turning in different mm. directions and I shuffle them in front of the camera, I can spoof the, the algorithm. So our approach is with just one single photograph, we can tell using machine learning and AI, we can tell if it's a real person or not. So we've worked very hard on that technology and we're very proud of it. Very cool. Uh, as, uh, by comparison, uh, and this is only a few years ago, a uh, previous company I worked at uh, was a cryptocurrency exchange. Um, you, you probably know these days too, both of you. Uh, we used to ask the customer to write uh, their name and the, the current date and, and maybe a keyword on a photo, hold it up and take a photo of themselves and the, and the, the hand-drawn note at, at the same time to prove yeah. that the hostage approach, right? Yes, I'm, I'm yes. Being held hostage. Here's proof that I have the, you know, the newspaper with today's date. Exactly. Yeah, I'm still exactly. Alive. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, yeah. And it also used to make me laugh because we're asking this person to like hold their phone, hold, hold the note, and, and get selfie. everything in the, yeah. in the frame at the same time, and then they'd send it, and you'd be like, "No, we can't see it," and it, you know, it just yes. beyond a terrible experience. Yes. Yeah. So. You know, our solution makes it a much different experience. Yeah, and we we appreciate that's why we partner with uh, Encode. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. Even um, with the client services team over here at Metallicus, it's just been a very much a smooth experience, especially getting um, a lot of customers either verified for the first time or getting them back into the wheel of things when it comes to verification, like as an existing account. So. Got to follow that sentiment, Karen, and thank you all once again for that. Uh -huh. Absolutely. And so, just just to clarify, so we're actually using Encode um, on two separate platforms. So, at Metallicus, we have a retail consumer-facing app that um, is a, a, a wallet um, app, and it's essentially like a PayPal for crypto. Um, I know PayPal says that they offer crypto, but uh, they really only offer a couple of coins, um, and there's there's no deposit or withdrawal. So you, you can purchase crypto, but you can't move it or do anything with it on PayPal. Um, so we're really like a, a full stack experience. Uh, you can get an FDIC insured bank account, a, um, an access to buy, sell, trade, deposit, withdraw, 60 plus cryptocurrencies uh, available in the United States and Europe. Uh, so Encode very kindly helps us to KYC our customers uh, and also keep their accounts safe, uh, as Eric alluded to. Uh, but we also use Encode to do KYC on our blockchain projects. So um, we actually are one of the first companies to offer KYC on chain. 
So, and we're actually partnering with Encode to continuously improve this identity on chain. So right now, um, in our non-custodial wallet, you can also go through the verified identity KYC process and get your uh, validation on chain. So essentially, in your wallet, you get the equivalent of a Twitter verified checkmark. Um, and you can verify your identity, and, and then that also allows you to use uh, higher levels of our products, like our, our swap, our bridge, um, and coming up soon, our decentralized exchange, our new DEX. Um, eventually, and this is where um, Metallicus and I think Encode agrees, where, where we think the industry is going, is that you'll be able to hold those actual pieces of data on chain, and you will actually, so it'll be de decentralized, you will actually own those pieces of data and you can either share with another company that you have been validated or verified or you can share just pieces of those data and authorize uh, yourself whether or not uh, another company can have a piece of your data. So uh, an example that I really love is um, in order to buy alcohol in the United States, you might be able to just show that check mark and val validate, yes, I'm 21, but you don't need to see my driver's license, know where I live, see my social security number in some instances. So I don't know if you you know, have any further thoughts on yeah, that. Yeah, no, so we, we share the same vision of the future. Mm -hmm. um, and, and yes, why, do I, why does the, you know, the, the convenience store, why do they need to know my exact date of birth and my address? Right. They just need someone to a test and say yes, LF is over 21, and he should be able to buy, you know, alcohol. Um, so we are we're headed towards that uh, scenario that you described. In addition to that, so you as a as an end user, you will have the the ability to decide what information, what personal information can be shared with which uh, institution or organization. In addition to that, we're also building a decentralized verification network where let's say I am a metal uh, pay uh, um, customer, I have my account, you know me, you've seen my transaction history, you have, you've had a relationship with me for a long time, you know, you know certain things about me. And then I'm also a Delta customer and Delta sees me fly every week and they know certain things about me. And I'm also, you know, I have insurance with another company. And so without having to get the data to leave the databases that these companies have, we can ask them, hey, do you know LF? It's, does this address ring a bell? Yes. Or can you confirm that it's, you know, there's no red wow. flag? And so it gives you more data points and increases your comfort that whatever information I'm presenting is, uh, is valid. Right, and, and it's not someone that who stole my identity or has done since that synthetic uh, identity yes, fraud. Yes, exactly. So, you know, we have a transaction coming in from LF in Brazil. Uh, Delta has is that LF just flown to Brazil, or is he? Does he do that often? Right. Right. Without yeah, uh, without uh, adding more friction to the customer experience. Exactly. And and the fact that it's decentralized eliminates this honeypot of hey, I'm centralizing all the information. I am I, I basically own it, and then you have the risk that it's stolen. 
Yes. So by being decentralized, you reduce risk, the risk significantly. Yeah, it's very interesting because we've actually applied for um, a National fin Science Foundation grant uh, to do this identity on chain work. And the government is actually very interested because I think the, the government itself understands uh, the issues of centralized data. Um, obviously, they're, they're very aware of all the awful hacks that have happened. Um, another angle that I've thought uh, or heard about recently that I think is a really interesting angle to think about is that when KYC um, measures were uh, Im implemented for banks, the government really put those regulations in place, but then put the onus of all that work on the bank. So every single bank has a huge uh, compliance and KYC department that they fund themselves and have to pay for and train and maintain that, that data and, and main, maintain it all in their own databases. So, you know, imagine if how much savings for financial institutions if they didn't have to uh, do all that work themselves and could rely on a decentralized exactly. solution. Exactly, and, and providing identity as a service, right? Exactly, yeah. exactly. Ladies and gentlemen, Ellis Agura and Karen McHenry, thank you both so much. Thank you so thank you. much. Do you all have any final thoughts that you would like to share, or we do we want to wrap this up? Yeah. No, I just want to thank you for uh, you know the opportunity to yeah. come and have this uh, conversation. I, I really admire what yeah. uh, what Metal and Metallica's uh, building uh, with the new products that you're launching, and um, uh, I'm very sure that you will have great success. Yes, and we'll have a continue to have a great partnership. Thank you. Thanks so much, so much LF.